COVID-19 deaths reported. The total number of cases in Wales is now 210,729, with 5,535 deaths. No new deaths were recorded in the Hewilthar area, with a total now standing at 475 throughout the pandemic. There have only been two newly recorded COVID-related deaths in the last fortnight in the three counties. Increasing housing costs are forcing local people from coastal and rural areas, a councillor has said, as calls are made to examine the impact of second home ownership on schools. The impact of second home ownership and the demographics of those moving to Pembrokeshire on falling school pupil numbers must be examined, Councillor Mike Evans said on Thursday, April the 15th, adding there was almost social purging of the indigenous population in coastal areas as housing costs are pushed up by second and holiday home demands. Locals and their children are being driven out of communities due to housing costs, he said, and plans for future building, including the local development plan, were useless if they did not include local communities. At Schools and Learning Overview and Scrutiny Committee, Councillor Evans added, It's absolutely horrendous what is happening at the moment to families and children who aren't in the elite, highest earnings in Pembrokeshire. And without action, there are going to be more problems. Councillor Pat Davis agreed and said that there was a need to look at the effect of second homes on pupil numbers, highlighting the increasing numbers of older and retired people moving to the area. The committee also agreed that the planned work to review funding formulas for schools must be done urgently, as parent governor representative Alison Kavanagh highlighted concerns about how new schools are funded. Wally the walrus has been striking another entertaining pose as he enjoys his search for seafood in Tembe Harbour. He surfaced with a large starfish stuck on his whiskers on Thursday, April the 15th and was captured on camera by 22-year-old Amy Compton. Amy, who snapped one of the first shots of the Arctic visitor when he first appeared in Pembrokeshire last month, is a volunteer with Welsh Marine Life Rescue. She is currently in Tembe every day keeping an eye on Wally, who is in his second term of residence off the resort. Amy, who lives in Cairo, is also selling... Wally the Walrus themed face masks for £5, with 20% from every sale going to the marine charity. I couldn't believe it when I saw him with the starfish, said Amy. The other day he had a little shell stuck to his whiskers. He's been getting up to all sorts of tricks. He's been trying to climb on boys and also nearly got a mooring rope stuck round his neck. To buy one of Amy's Wally the Walrus face masks, contact her on facebook.com forward slash amycomp123. And finally, a reminder that today, Saturday the 17th of April, we'll see the funeral of His Royal Highness, the Duke of Edinburgh, Prince Philip, at Windsor Castle. At 2.40pm, the coffin will emerge from the state entrance of Windsor Castle into the quadrangle, followed by members of the royal family who will be walking in the procession. All those in the quadrangle will give a coffin a royal salute before the coffin is placed onto the Land Rover. Here at Pure West Radio, we'll be playing our own tribute to the Duke of Edinburgh on Saturday afternoon. That's it. You're up to date with the Pembrokeshire News with me, Kim Thomas, here on Pure West Radio. Follow Pure West Radio on Instagram at Pure West Radio. Have it all, rip our memories off the wall. All the special things I bought, they mean nothing to me anymore. But to you, they were everything we were. They meant more than every word. Now I know just what you love me for. Mm -hmm. Take all the money you want from me. Hope 
you become what you want to be. Show me how little you care, how little you care, how little you care. You dream of glitter and gold. My heart's already been sold. Show you how little I care, how little I care, how little I care. My diamonds leave with you. So easily Smith and Diamonds on Pembrokeshire's Pure West Radio. A very good morning. I'm Ben Stone. I hope your weekend's off to a really good start. Between now and nine, it's Pure West Sport with G&G Builders, and we've got lots coming up for you. We'll be hearing from the Haverford West County manager, Wayne Jones, and the chairman, Rob Edwards. We'll preview Swansea's lunchtime kickoff, and we'll find out why things are intensifying ahead of the British and Irish Lions tour to South Africa. Fraser Watson and Gordon Thomas will be with me as well as we bring you Pure West Sport for Saturday morning.
Well, a very good morning and welcome to the show. Pure West Sport for a Saturday morning with G&G Builders. And joining me to kick things off this morning is our very own Fraser Watson. Morning, Fraser. How are you? Not too bad, Ben. Just about to leave for uh, another Swansea game up at Wickham today. Good form of late, so do continue that. Yeah, another 12.30 kickoff for Swansea, so we'll come to that in a few moments. Let's just have a look on the on the sporting week and a, and a bit of a, a football focus. We've got the chairman of Haverford West County, Rob Edwards, coming on quite soon to talk about uh, some stuff going on around the club and, of course, that 1-0 win against Aberyst. If you were there covering the game on the Bridge Meadow during the week, Fraser, and it was good to see the, the Bluebirds make a, a return to winning ways. Yeah, I think they needed that, Ben. They had the back-to-back defeats. There was no question of any kind of crisis or slump, of course. But the aim for them now, they're in that bottom half playoff system, is to finish seventh. You know, so there was, you know, wheels were loosening slightly. And it was it was a good win for them because it wasn't a vintage performance. Aber do battle hard. We knew that from the away game when Aber won, actually, a couple of weeks ago. And it was tight. It was scrappy. They weren't many openings. But half West were comfortable defensively. And the pace of Danny Williams and Ben Force it always looked likely to unsettle Aber. And, and in the end, it was that combination which brought the goals. So I spoke to Wayne Jones afterwards and, and he was delighted, actually, to get back to winning ways. And we will be hearing that interview as well during the show this morning, Fraser, what Wayne had to say looking back on, on that. Uh, they go to Newtown today. Just a couple of things to, to say about Haverford West. It was good to see as well. We, we talk about this young Haverford West County side and they had another member of the Bluebirds Academy, that 16-year-old Dan James on the bench during the week. I think something Wayne is doing is showing some real confidence in some of the youngsters that are coming through. And that's good for the future of the club, Fraser. Yeah, so it's been one of the criticisms that have been aimed at the club in the past, Ben, that they seem to be addressing is that now, if you're in the system, if you are an academy player at Half West, you're there for a reason. You know, you're there because you've got a genuine chance of making it into the first team, whereas beforehand, it was more almost as a token gesture. You played through junior level, unless you considered exceptional, you, you tended to go elsewhere once you reached senior level. So it's good that they have got a consistent pathway in place now. And, and involving boys like Dan James like they did the other night is proof of that and and when you're in the academy system and and you see a teammate or what have you making it it gives you hope yourself doesn't it so to be fair you know like I just said it, it's been a criticism aimed at them in the past and it's something they seem to be really addressing and it's good because they, they have spent money this season there's no getting away from that they have brought people in from outside but at the same time they are developing their own talent as well and that's very important. Uh, we should mention the, uh, the women's international fixtures that were played this week as well. Uh, Wales drew 1-1 at home to Denmark. So starting the, the post-Jane Ludlow era w- with a draw. Uh, but I have a feeling some eyes were also on what was going on between oh. the Northern Ireland and, and Ukraine teams, Fraser. Mixed emotions, I think, Ben. Very credible draw against Denmark. One of the highest ranked teams in the world. Superb goal by Jess Fishlock as well. You know, she, age is no barrier for her. And and, and Harrod James heavily involved. Obviously, we know her well in the goal twice, actually, to mm. help create it. But they would have come off the field to see that Northern Ireland are comfortably beating Ukraine over two legs and will now go on to a major tournament. You know, and of course... Wales had so many chances in that group they didn't take to finish above Northern Ireland. It's something they really should have done. So I think it was a mixed night from a very positive result. Gemma Granger wasn't in charge of the last campaign, so she can't dwell on that. She can look forward. But I think the players would have had a tinge of sadness, Ben, when they later learned the news. Mm, no doubt about it. And actually, with one eye on the Olympics as well, uh, where we think that the Team GB side that goes to the Olympics will predominantly be England players. It usually is. We, we hope there'll be some uh, some interest in Wales and, and the other home nations as well. They went down 2-0 against Canada. Um, you, you do feel, I think, a little bit concerned about how Olympic preparations are going for Team GB, actually. I think England have been in 
one of the best nations in the world in women's football and yet have underperformed for a long time now. And unfortunately, Ben, I think the death knell for Welsh players and Scotland and Northern Ireland as well was Megariza being appointed that Team GB job. You mm-hmm. felt if Jane Ledlow had got it from a Welsh point of view, it would have been much more positive. But, um, you know, we've seen the provisional squad. It's virtually it's going to be the English squad, isn't it? So, you know, and, and unfortunately, not just our own Harrod James, but players like you who thought have a chance seem to be outcast at the moment. So, yes, I, I agree with you. I think there is concern over England and invariably Team GB in major tournaments now. You know, for all the talent they've got, for all the investment that goes into them, they've still not yet produced. Phil Neville threatened to for a while that, that his tenure was derailed, really, before it came to a bit of an unsavoury end, I felt. So, yes, you know, this is, this is a big summer should the Olympics go ahead for Team GB and, and they need to perform. And, and sadly, I don't think there's going to be any many Welsh players in there to have the opportunity to perform with them. Which is a shame. All right, Fraser, you stay with us. We're going to hear from the Haverford West County manager, Wayne Jones, very soon, speaking after uh, that 1-0 win against Aberystwyth. We've also got the chairman, Rob Edwards, joining us. And we're going to talk rugby a bit later. And we'll get Fraser's thoughts ahead of the 12.30 game for Swansea and a quick look at some of the Premier League games going on today as well. That's all here on Pure West Sport. Hi Tony, how's things at the Johnson Garden Centre? Ah, morning Matt. We're fairly busy. Central shop sales of coal, flow gas, logs and hardware. How about all your garden products and crafts? Many customers check out our Facebook page and arrange safe delivery. When is Johnson Garden Centre open now? Until the end of lockdown, we are open Monday to Saturday from 10 till 2. Sunday from 10 till 12. We start delivering after we close every day, but check our Facebook page for updates. I believe you have an after-hour flow gas service as well. Yes, when the shop is shut, you can call to arrange collection before 8 o'clock or place an order for the next working day. Visit Johnson Garden Centre or give us a call on 07891 675 080. We've got so much to offer. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to Pembrokeshire Vision Arts Wales, a brand new creative hub in Haverford West. Playing host to a youth and amateur theatre company, a show-stopping choir and a multitude of masterclasses from Broadway and West End talent calling all actors, singers, dancers and those who want to bring the West End to Wales. Vision Arts has the spotlight and the curtain is about to rise. Ready to take centre stage? Visit visionartswales.com Patch is the Pure West Radio chosen charity of the year. Pembrokeshire Action to Combat Hardship, founded in June 2008. They cover the whole of Pembrokeshire and have two basic banks that give food, clothing, small household items, toiletries, cleaning products and a baby bank that's in Milford Haven and Pembroke Dock. And three food banks, Haverford West, Begelly and Tenby. They also help the lives of families in the festive season with their Christmas toy appeal. Last year, Patch gave toys to over 950 children. Listen every Wednesday at 5.40 to the Patch Update to find out the latest news with our chosen charity of the year here on Pure West Radio. 15% off day tickets when bought in advance through the website? Check. Great value annual passes to ensure the fun lasts all year? Check. Award-winning zoo containing over 750 animals? Check. Jolly Barn where you can get up close to your farmyard favourites? Check. Large indoor vintage fairground? Check. A guaranteed fun family day out? Check, check and check. So what are you waiting for? Check out Folly Farm today. Zoo, barn, fairground, play. Pick your own adventure at Folly Farm. Pure West Radio. 
to I Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For on Pure West Radio, sounding really good for Saturday morning. I'm Ben Stone. You're very welcome to the show, Pure West Sports, between 8 and 9 on a Saturday morning. We'll be joined by Gordon Thomas very soon to talk rugby. The British and Irish Lions tour seems to have intensified a bit this week, with Warren Gatland confirming his backroom staff and plenty of speculation about the makeup of the squad, with suggestions from Gatland himself that some very good players will miss out on that Lions trip. More on that to come uh, with Gordon before nine. And we've got the chairman of Haverford West County, Rob Edwards, joining me as well to talk about why he's looking for more people to come forward to join the club's board of directors and why you could design next season's Haverford West County kit. That's coming up with Rob very soon. But let's stick with the Bluebirds, who go to Newtown today in the Cymru Premier League. During the week, they were 1-0 winners at home to Aberystwyth. And after the game, Fraser Watson caught up with the Haverford West County manager, Wayne Jones. Wayne, firstly, came into tonight back-to-back defeats. I know it's a cliche, but it must have been just a win that mattered, yeah? Yeah, and uh, more importantly, I think, to keep our unbeaten run at home going. You know, um, we turned this place into a fortress um, recently, so that was one of our main targets, uh, and also stopped the rot a bit there. But more importantly, as well, to get a clean sheet, which you know, obviously, we're really pleased with. And I think the manner we've done it, so credit to the lads. You say that, um, obviously, you forced you the goal in the second half, which proved the difference. They did come at you late on, like you'd expect the nature of the game, and it's only one nil. But for all the pressure and maybe a bit of territory they had late on, never really threatened you, did they? No, I thought, you know, I thought we kept them, um, you know to block on that because you know the overload in midfield I think helped us so every time we turned the ball over we were able to get the ball back and counter attack which pressed them away from our goal and I think in the manner we retained the ball as well which obviously made them chase us you know chase the game so I thought our game management was very good tonight um, but pleased yeah and the announcement came out yesterday Wayne that there will be no promotional relegation in or from the, the Cymru Premier now does that make almost a different mentality in these next few games there's nothing to lose at the same time because of the European situation in itself there's nothing to actually aim for in terms of that as well do you think that will not only change your mentality but mentality the teams below you now who don't have relegation hanging over them and they may be more inclined to have a go yeah possibly I think um, it was evident last Saturday from ourselves that you know we knew the situation um, and obviously you know we wanted to go for the three points it obviously came back to slaps on the face because yeah. we got hit on the counter attack at the end and like I said to the players afterwards, we won't be in a position, most probably in, in all our football careers, to, to sort of do things like that because you'd like to go away from home, sit tight. But, you know, we knew last Saturday we were eight points clear. We couldn't get relegated. So we thought, look, let's just go and have a go at it. And, and that was our objective. But, you know, obviously, you know, it came back and backfired on us. But, you know, going on to tonight, now, we will. Listen, you'll get a lot of squad rotationers, you know, big teams building for next season, no doubt. Um, but we've got players who will play for contracts next year and they know that. So, you know, they've got points to prove. We want to finish and win this league, Group B, that's our main target. Yeah. Um, and I think we deserve that because we are where we are through merit and it'd be a shame to let that slip now. Sure, and final word now, next stop, New Newtown on Saturday night. Any fresh injury worries from tonight or everyone seem OK? Uh, Forcey came off with a little niggle, but, you know, to be fair, he'll be fine. Um, you know, we've got Jack Wilson on the verge of coming back, which is a big plus for us. Um, you know, so Ricky may... may We'll have to give him a fitness test on Thursday night in training to see how he is. But other than that, we're OK at the moment. But obviously, we sustained injuries prior to tonight's game. So that's something we go got to look at. Sure. Well, thank you, Wayne. Good job, then. Cheers, Fraser. Thanks. 
And that's the Haverford West County manager, Wayne Jones, speaking after their 1-0 win at Aberystwyth during the week, talking to Fraser Watson. We've got the Bluebirds chairman, Rob Edwards, coming up on the show before nine. And Fraser's back with me in a few moments to preview Swansea's lunchtime kickoff with Wickham and a mention for Haverford West's trip to Newtown and why it's FA Cup semi-final weekend as well with some interesting fixtures coming up. That's all on the way on Pure West Sport. But first, here's Carly Ray. I really want to stop, but I just got the taste for it. I feel like I could fly with the ball on the moon. So, honey, hold my hand. You like making me wait for it. I feel like I could die.
Saturday morning. It's Pure West Radio across Pembrokeshire. Kylie Ray Jepsen, and I really like you. Good to have you company. I'm Ben Stone, Pure West Sport. On a Saturday morning, we're also here, of course, Monday evening between seven and nine with myself, Gordon Thomas, Bill Kahn, and Fraser Watson. Uh, we said on air actually on Monday. We're always live on the Facebook page between eight and nine. Uh, Bill Kahn not with us at the moment. He's not very well. He'll miss the show again this week as he continues to get better. I'm sure he'll be listening to the show this morning so we send our very best wishes from everybody at Pure West Radio to Bill and if you look at the Facebook page you'll see some of the interviews that we've done on a Monday evening because the videos stay online and it's often thanks to Bill's contact book we get some really really good guests and one of my favourites was back in January and if you do a search on Facebook for Pure West Radio and Steve Wilkins you'll be able to watch the interview we did with the now retired Detective Chief Superintendent Steve Wilkins, the man who led Operation Ottawa, that was, of course, dramatised by ITV on the Pembrokeshire murders. Steve spoke to us about how he left his mark on the world of sport in the county, playing rugby alongside future British Lion Peter Morgan for the Pembrokeshire youth side, football for St Florence and cricket turning out for Pembroke Dock and Cresselli. And that's just one of the interviews you can see on the Facebook page. But right now, I'm joined by Fraser Watson to talk football and we should focus really on Swansea City because after a bad couple of results, they really bounced back with a a win last Saturday at Millwall and then a win on Tuesday away to Sheffield Wednesday. It's amazing, Fraser, in this league how quickly fortunes can turn around. Week's a bit a long time in the Championship. We've been that frequently this season, Mm. wasn't it? And after those four defeats and and no goals in those four games, actually, all of a sudden the automatic promotion hopes were gone and it was a case of hanging on to a playoff spot. You know, now we're looking at a playoff spot already cemented and there are still whispers that we'll still push Watford. I mean, there's a seven-point gap, five games to go. Swansea do have to play Watford and Watford also have to play Brentford and Norwich as well. I still think it would be a big ask. Swansea, realistically, would need 15 points from 15 now before that to happen, Mm. I think. Going into the playoffs in good form now is the priority and anything else is a bonus. You know, they're a big chance today to beat Wickham 2-0 away. Wickham are battlers. They've been scrapping. They haven't given up, but they're so under-resourced. You know, Gareth Ainsworth has done a tremendous job with what he's got, but you'd expect Swansea to win at home today and maintain that form. Adebayo Akinfenwa, obviously a former favourite at the Liberty. He may come on and with the crowd there, he'd get a big cheer. But no, the focus will be on another clean sheet and another win for sure. You're right, though. A remarkable turnaround just in the space of a week because yeah. it, it did look a little bit dicey. And we, we were a bit nervous about the, the teams below. But it's so important if you, if you get into the playoffs that you go into them in good form. And quite often the team that gets promoted is the informed side because it, it becomes a knockout competition. So Cooper will be pleased with that phrase. Absolutely. I mean, I've said for two seasons in a row now, Brentford are up there with the best teams in the league and look to be the best team going into the playoffs on paper. But now for the second year in a row, they, they look like they're going to stumble into the playoffs. And like you say, momentum is so key. And in the end, they didn't go up last year. But I think as well, what also delighted Steve Cooper for so many reasons, the return to former Jamal Lowe. Um, been off colour for so many weeks now, hadn't scored since January the 16th. Had to endure racial abuse after that defeat in Birmingham, which obviously made headline news for all the wrong reasons. And to come back and score those two goals in the manner he did in Millwall and then strike against Sheffield Wednesday was just... You know, showed a remarkable testament to him and a real strength of character. And, and it's good to see him back because Swansea have been lacking threat and lacking goals. And, and if he can provide that, then what's more, they've got another dimension again. 
Yeah, Newcastle West Ham in the Premier League at 12.30. Newcastle giving themselves just a, a sneak now of staying up, you, you feel. Wolves Sheffield United at 8.15. And it's FA Cup semi-final weekend as well with Chelsea Man City, the 5.30 games. A couple of interesting matches today. Yeah, I mean, a huge opportunity for Leicester, you feel now, to make an FA Cup final. And Southampton as well, I'm not discounting them, but Southampton's form has been really patchy in the last few months of this season, hasn't it? They started well under Hassan Brittle, but you'd expect an on-song Leicester if they can also get over the, the slight crisis in the camp due to the COVID breaches. You'd expect an on-song Leicester to go through that. And it's a big game for Brendan Rodgers because, you know, he, he's proved too much as a coach here, but one thing he hasn't cemented it with is a major trophy in English football, you know, and, and he'll want to get into that final, you know, and, and of course, Chelsea Man City intriguing in so many ways. You've got obviously such a contrast in styles there. City will go and try and play him in the park. Tuchel has brought a different dimension to Chelsea. It's a cold, methodical thing. It got them into the, the Champions League semi-final. They've only had that one blip in the league where they went down to 10 men against West Brom. So that's going to be intriguing. But, you know, make no mistake about it. The relentless nature of Pep Guardiola, he'll want the quadruple. You know, he, he won't be thinking about bigger tests to come or the Champions League semi-final or even the League Cup final, which I think is just a week or two later. He'll want to win this. You know, so it's two, for different reasons, it's two very intriguing semi-finals. And we say good luck to the Bluebirds today as well, Fraser. They're at Newtown. Uh, that's the 5-15 game in the in the Cymru Premier League for Haverford West County. Uh, if they could get a win there, that, that would actually be a good start to this second part of the season. Well, Newtown are the team chasing that coveted seventh place, if you like, which mm. we spoke about earlier. So, I, think, I mean, I'd see it very difficult if Haverford would get three points today for anyone below them to, to catch them. But I spoke about this with, with Wayne Jones after the other night and what is interesting now is it's finally be confirmed there's no relegation mm. so there's no pressure hanging over teams now you know these teams at the bottom maybe form would have been tight and cagey and scrapping for everything they will come and have a go and, and, and Wade admitted that you know that almost cost his side when, when they lost um, the other week it, it was one all late on and they were pushing for a winner because yeah. they knew there was nothing to lose and they got caught so we could actually see in the lower half some really entertaining clashes in that half this season but you're right about half worse back-to-back wins now would really up the confidence there and I think I'd find it very hard to see them caught in seventh spot if they were to mm. achieve that today No, it looks that way Okay, Fraser uh, we will let you make your way to the Liberty Stadium look forward to hearing your thoughts on Swansea Wickham and you're back with us of course on Monday 7 till 9 on Pure West Sport thanks for your time this morning The Valero Community Update on Pure West Radio keeps you updated with the various projects Valero are supporting in Pembrokeshire. From sports clubs, schools, charities and musicians to members of staff from Valero who volunteer their time. We hear about the latest community projects Valero do to support our community on the last Wednesday of every month at 9.30am and 5.30pm only on Pure West Radio. If you miss it, catch up on the podcast at purewestradio.com. The Valero Community Update. There's so much to discover this year at Folly Farm. And with a great value annual pass, you get 12 whole months of family-friendly fun. (laughs) Now you only have to visit more than twice in the year to start saving. How's that for value? You can also save 15% off standard day tickets when bought in advance online. Check out www.folly-farm.co.uk for more details. Zoo, barn, fairground, play. Pick your own adventure at Folly Farm. You probably think you're pretty good at multitasking behind the wheel. I mean, you have to multitask to drive. So what's wrong with checking your phone? The thing is, your brain simply... Quick reply. 
affects your concentration and makes you less able to react to hazards. If you use a mobile phone while driving, you're four times more likely to crash. Think. Put your phone away. Pure West Radio. I'm Ben Stone. You're really welcome to Pure West Sport wherever you're listening on the website at purewestradio.com or via your smart speaker. Really good to have your company in the Cymru Premier League today. 5.15 kickoffs. Barla Town against Carnarvon Town. Kevin Druids against Cardiff Met University. Connors Key Nomads against Barrytown United. Newtown against Haverford West County and the New Saints against Pennebon. As I say, all 5.15 starts. Haverford West play against Again on Tuesday, quarter to eight kickoff away to Cardiff Metropolitan University. It's a busy schedule right now and the chairman of Haverford West County, Rob Edwards, joins us. And the games are coming thick and fast at the moment, Rob. It's relentless, yes. Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. No other way to 
the end of the season. Um, yeah, we haven't got a huge squad, few few nurse and a few knocks, so we're going to have to rotate around a little bit, give people some minutes, um, gives us an opportunity as well with um, sort of no no real pressure. Obviously, we want to finish in, in that seventh place and cement that as quickly as possible. But it gives us an opportunity to to try a few things as well. Um, and yeah, we're going we're going to need to rotate. Obviously, um, bookings, injuries. There's going to be there's going to be times when when we're not going to be able to to be at full strength. So uh, it gives us an opportunity ahead of uh, obviously certain decisions to be made before the end of the season and and get players to minutes. So uh, yeah, no, I think we're so long without football. Everyone's just really excited just to be uh, just just to have something to look forward to in a few days after each game. So yeah, it's going to be full on. But um, yeah. It's, exciting on the on the pitch Wayne Jones going through this busy period and, and of course off the pitch as well there's plenty of work going on as there has been ever since you, you've come in as chairman Rob and uh, the latest bit of news this week was that um, you are looking to expand your board of directors aren't you and, and you're looking to uh, have two new appointments what's the reason behind this and, and who are you looking for um, well obviously the, the, the board is in place before headed by David Hughes done a fantastic job um, obviously, when I came in, a majority had stepped down for, for personal reasons, retirement, work, work situations. Um, David's stuck around and been a, a huge asset to me in terms of knowing the local area, the people, the sponsors, the contacts, how, how to operate a football club, which is something I never knew when, when I took over. And I'm still probably only 20% of the way through that, to be honest. There's still a hell of a lot to learn. Um, so it's resources. It's, it's been able to, to do things down here specifically that... We probably don't have the manpower to do um, fresh ideas. Obviously, I've, I've come in with certain plans and ideas, some of which have gone very well, some still working on. And but I'm not naive enough to know that I'm the sole person that can drive the club forward. We've got plans and ambitions and on the pitch. Obviously, we, we know there's a few additions needed there in, in, in terms of um, the media side and commercial community. There's, there's things that need to be put in place. So it's about just having someone that can build into the vision of the club preferably a love for, 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 for sport or particularly football and this particular football club um, that can bring fresh ideas and, and opinions into how we move the club forward. There's, there's huge potential, which is one of the reasons, which is the reason why I'm here. But also um, we can't be naive enough to think that we're, we've got everything about us to be able to do that. So it's, and I think it's just another opportunity to, um, to engage with, with the local community. And I think if people have grown up in this area or live in this area or fond of the town, the club, the people, but the people within it, it gives them an opportunity to um, to shape its future. So I think, yeah, it's, there's not, the opportunities like this don't come around very often. I know in, in, in the UK, I think Brentford have just launched a, an initiative to bring uh, to bring new new external board members in. But we're a board of, of, of four people, of which three of us are based in London. Um, Ideally, we're looking for people locally that can, have contacts, ideas, time to be able to, to help drive the club forward, really. Okay. If anyone's interested, the, the details are on the website. So that's haverfordwestcountyafc.com. And uh, Rob's email address is, is there as well. So, so do have a look at that. Because I, I think, Rob, it's important for, from your side, and, and when we've spoken before, you're really keen to get that engagement with the local community and also to make sure the club's on a sustainable footing. So you're not just relying on a very small pool of people to drive the club forward forever. Exactly. Yeah. No, in terms of. Uh, the, the, we've been open about the, the state of the finances, which is very, very good. And it's a club in, in, in a very healthy state in that sense. And we'll continue to try and do that and build self-sufficiently. Um, so this is not necessarily about anyone necessarily coming in to, to, to invest money into the club. It's just its ideas, its drive, enthusiasm. And yeah, there's, it's, there's such an opportunity for a group of people to get involved and 
and, and add to what we've got. And obviously, the more resource we have, the more ideas, the, the more opportunities that will, will come off the back of that. Okay, yeah, well, good luck to anyone applying for that and, and would encourage anyone listening to, to have a look at the website, have for westcountyafc.com for all the details. And the other thing we, we should talk about, Rob, is uh, something that was posted on the on the Twitter page this week. Uh, the fact that supporters could actually design the kit that the Bluebirds will be playing in next season. This is a fun initiative, isn't it? Yeah, it's brilliant. I mean, I, I would love to be under 16 and be in a position that I can submit my idea. Um, unfortunately... I have to do that through through my son, um, but no, it's. I don't. You've seen it once or twice. There's, I think a club in Italy has, has done it recently, as last season. It's probably happened in in a few other places, but there's not not many opportunities like this for for somebody to yeah to, to have an input in what um, what the kit looks like next season. And obviously, a lot of schools locally, a lot of young people. There's um, a good number of, of children in our academy as well. Um, it just creates a, a fun engagement piece and obviously from our point of view there's um, obviously thousands of, of local kids that, that learn a little bit more about the club it might in, in, it inspire them to do a bit of research to come down on a Saturday when fans are allowed um, and again yeah, it's just, just a piece of, of building um, building awareness of the club in the community and give, and give people an exciting opportunity to, uh, to be involved in something fun like this and it's the home and away kit they can design. I, I imagine that, that you're pretty strict though. That it has got has got to be blue, hasn't it? You're not you're the home. The home kit has the predominantly has the predominantly blue. Yeah, We're, we are the bluebirds. We're not going to go Vincent Tan <laughs> and uh, and turn up in a yellow or red or pink kit. Um, but yeah, but we're, we're looking for a blue-based home kit, and the away kit they have the freedom to to express themselves because I think in the club the past have been been red. They've been white. There's elements of black in the kit as well. Um, so yeah, we're, we're we're very flexible with the away kit. Okay, and and the winner will get to see uh, the players playing in the kit that that they've designed next season, and they'll get a signed shirt as well. Yeah, that's right. So um, yeah, for for the winner and, and a parent to come with them, or, or an adult to come with them on a on a match day, um, obviously throughout the course of the season, and yeah, the, the opportunities have their own kit designed by them, um, signed by the players, and presented to them at the the first home game, obviously restrictions permitted but hopefully by then with fans allowed we should be able to uh, to do such things and obviously be our guests on the first day so no I'm, I'm excited for them and hopefully we'll see some creative juices flowing and we'll have some 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 cracking designs to choose from I can't wait to see the the winning kits. That's really good. Have it for westcountyafc.com. You you can find all the details on there. Uh, Download the template and actually design uh, your own kit for the team to wear next season. Well, Rob, really good to talk to you as ever. Uh, Good luck today. Newtown away. Looking for back-to-back wins after that victory against Aberystwyth, aren't you? Yeah, no, we we had obviously the disappointment of not not creeping into that top six or they're never really on the cards. It was... uh, it was a shame to go so close and yeah, disappointing result against Druids, back to winning ways against Abba, which was positive, wasn't well, the classic, but three points is three points. And we had a great result with Newtown not too long ago. So hopefully we can uh, we can build on that and come back with a similar result and just secure that seventh place as quickly as possible. And, and it gives us a bit more bit more freedom to to explore other ideas and, and play without fear, which is what we've what we've done best this season. So no, look, looking forward to later on and uh, hopefully three points back to the Bridge Meadow and a good end to the season. Good stuff. Well, good luck, Rob. And thank you for being with us on Pure West Sport this morning. Thank you. Pleasure. I'm on an island Even when you're close Can't take the silence 
morning that's Dua Lipa on Pure West Radio and we're good I'm Ben Stone this is Pure West Sport with G&G Builders and the countdown to the British and Irish Lions tour to South Africa is intensifying and this week Warren Gatland announced his backroom staff who he'll be taking with him on the trip as he looks to win in the world champions backyard of course and to talk a bit more about that is Gordon Thomas and there were some interesting announcements made by Gatland this week Gordon yeah it seems to have favoured Wales and Scotland Uh, more so Wales to be honest you because all the coaches seem to be have, have a Welsh connection all except Gregor Townsend, the Scotland coach, who's been uh, named as the uh, the attacking coach, uh, who he's also an outside and played for the British Lions himself, so he has experience at that level. Um, we've got Robin McBride has been announced as the forwards coach. He's with Leinster at the moment, and obviously Robin uh, played for for Wales and actually skippered Wales back in his playing days. He'll be there. Uh, another Welshman who's been uh, involved uh, with Scotland, Steve Tandy, who's also the forwards and defensive coach. Um, he's done a great job at Scotland um, this season alongside uh, Townsend. So I think Gatland, uh, he goes with people who uh, teams who are in form. And uh, he's gone with the teams that were informed in the Six Nations with their coaches. Tandy, who was a former coach of the Ospreys, has uh, been given uh, the the job uh, alongside uh, Robbie McBride as a you know helping the forwards out. So uh, that's a great great uh, uh, you know step up for him. Can't forget our very own Neil Jenkins, obviously Wales and Lions legend. Uh, he makes up the the group of coaches, and he'll be responsible for the the kicking duties uh, when they're on tour. And he also carries uh, invaluable experience uh, because he's been also a player and on quite a few tours uh, behind the scenes as well. So he'll be instrumental uh, in on that particular tour in South South Africa. He he's been speaking quite a bit actually about the the coaching group he's put together, Warren Gatland, and and the one that caught the eye was uh, was Gregor Townsend, who is new to the the Lions coaching staff, described as an outstanding coach by Warren Gatland, uh, doing a good good job with Scotland, no doubt about it. Took over as Scotland coach in 2017. Is, is he a future Lions coach? Do you think, Gordon? You know, that's why uh, Gatland has included him. I, I, he, Scotland have played some lovely rugby. I mean, let's be fair, they won at Twickenham. You know, that was the first time in 30-odd years. Then they won in Paris as well for the first time in 22 years. So, uh, obviously, the Scotland coaching tour and their players have been doing something right. Wales could have easily lost against Scotland at Murrayfield had we not uh, had long, uh, young Lewis Rees-Damit playing on the wing. He he sort of uh, showed his worth that particular day and we got over the line with a victory there. So, yeah... It, 
a future Lions uh, coach, I don't know about that, Ben, but he obviously has the credentials uh, at international level. And I think Gatlin's got him uh, in his plans to help help him get over the line against the world champions, the box. Uh, so that will be interesting. We shouldn't take them lightly. They're, they're the world champions. It's going to be a real test. And, and the fixtures have been confirmed, actually, with the first test on the 24th of July in Johannesburg. Second test mm. uh, to come then in Cape Town. And then the, the third test, again, back in uh, Johannesburg at Ellis Park. So 24th of July, 31st July and 7th of August, the, the dates yeah. for the diary. And uh, we, we still don't know at this point, Gordon, whether there's going to be fans in the stadium. If there are, it, there'll be an amazing atmosphere in those grounds. Yeah, at the present time, there, there remains uncertainty around what will be permitted, Ben, in terms of crowds in the, the stadiums in South Africa, uh, international travel to South Africa and possible pre-post travel testing and quarantine re- requirements might be in place. But, you know, nobody's come out and said whether the tour is officially going to go ahead in South Africa or whether it will be played behind closed doors. But these announcements of the coaches seems to say that this coach, this uh, tour is definitely going to go ahead. And there's also um, a warm-up game uh, on the 26th of June. Uh, yeah. going to play um, the Lions are going to play uh, Japan at Murrayfield as a warm-up game. So uh, and they're going to be playing for the Vodafone Lions 1888 Cup. Uh, so you know that tells me that this tour is going to definitely go ahead because mm. the preparations are in place. No matter what happens, they want this to go ahead. Indeed. And actually, Gatlin's been speaking as well about the fact that there's a load of players in contention. He, he mentioned that the coaches have probably listed about 50 players that, that could be in contention to go on the Lions mm. tour. And, and he's speaking up actually about some of the, the permutations, saying that some England players may miss out uh, because of poor Six Nations form and confirming there'll be more Scots picked than in 2017, which on form is pretty logical, really. We spoke about this on previous uh, interviews, Ben, between yourself and I, that England were the form side coming into the Six Nations and Eddie Jones's side didn't uh, perform to the level they should have. And as we just spoke about, Gatland always goes for informed teams and players. So I'm afraid a few of the England players who were pencilled in before the Six Nations, are sadly going to miss out on a fantastic tour to South Africa. But, I mean, Wales have done brilliantly in the Six Nations, so there will be a host of top players playing from Wales, I would think, going on tour. Scotland, like you just said, they've had a great tour. The, The forwards and backs, there'll be a number of them included, definitely. Uh... There was going to be a host of probably island players as well, and they didn't perform so well. But there will be a few mm. Irish players on board. And it was interesting to note that the Irish coach, Andy Farrell, declined to go on tour. Perhaps that was a hint that he uh, wasn't quite uh, prepared to uh, mm. to go on tour and sit as a, a number three or four coach. Who knows? Yeah, you, you could be right. I do think, and we'll we'll probably talk about this actually on on the Monday night show. I, I'm expecting there will be at least one high profile player who we'd expect to be on the tour who won't be, and that's the way Gatland does business as well. Uh, there'll be a new yeah. skipper, 
uh, Sam Warburton's now retired, having led the Lions um, in uh, in the yeah. past tw- last two tours. Um, names in the frame: Owen Farrell, uh, Maro Itoje, Stuart Hogg. But Alan Wynn Jones is the the favourite, and I, I would say everything points at, at, at Alan Wynn being announced as the captain. Yeah, I, I believe this will be his third Lions tour. Incredible player, incredible personality and character, and so highly respected in uh, the rugby fraternity. I would uh, agree with you, Ben. He's odds-on to be captain of the Lions uh, after the the Wales winning the championship. And he is a leader. We know that. He is a born leader. Uh, Itoji and Farrell, they'd be lucky to be on tour, possibly, Ben. You know, uh, I didn't want to say that. I didn't. I think think Itoji will probably make it. I have a little bit of inkling, possibly Farrell might miss the boat. We'll have to wait and see on well, this. When I just uh, said that I think there will be one player who, who will miss out, I had Owen Farrell mm-hmm. in my head, to be honest, and he, he didn't yeah. have the greatest of Six Nations. And, and that would be, it would be a surprise yeah. and it would be brave of Gatlin not to pick him. But I, Yeah, I think... his, yeah, his problem with Farrell, he is a class act, don't get me wrong, but he... Is he a 12 or is he a 10? Mm. You know what I mean? You, you, you've got players now that uh, Gatlin can pick a 10 and 12 quite comfortably without having a Farrell there. Farrell is a great goal kicker. That's a, a good plus to his game. But there's a number of other players that will be putting their hands up for that as well. I mean, he's got a great dilemma, uh, Gatlin, to pick uh, the side. And as we keep uh, harping on, he will pick the players that have been in real form okay gordon thank you very much we will have to leave it there and we will be back on pure west sport monday evening between seven and nine live as well on the facebook page between eight and nine make sure you join us coming up on pure west radio later today well between two and three on laurie's lifestyle show uh, jill will be sharing your memories of prince philip his funeral is later on today and then between three and four Uh, She'll be playing some of Prince Philip's favourite music. And if you've got a story to tell, he was a a visitor to Pembrokeshire over the years. Get in touch, studio at purewestradio.com or leave a message on the Facebook page. We've got the nine o'clock news on the way and then Frank will take you through Saturday morning on Pure West Radio. Have a really good weekend. Pembrokeshire from Pembrokeshire. This is Pure West Radio. With the latest news for Pembrokeshire, I'm Kim Thomas. Six new cases of coronavirus have been recorded in the Huolvar Health Board area, according to the figures of Friday, April 16th. Public Health Wales data shows there were two new cases in Carmarthenshire, one in Pembrokeshire and three in Ceredigion. Across Wales, 48 new cases have been confirmed, with no new